Spa Utopia is a tech-enabled marketplace delivering on-demand spa and wellness experiences to our clients' locations. So that could be corporations, corporate wellness, that could be upscale hotels, that can be conferences and events. We are raising $750,000 in convertible note in exchange for 20% of our business. I feel that we've accomplished tremendous milestones with very lean resources, um, so it only speaks to how much more we can do with more. So we really just need that lead investor, that first check. So that's what we're looking for. Naya Powell is a best-selling author, has spent more than 10 years in talent acquisition in global markets, is a graduate of Google for Startups, a certified executive coach, a massage therapist, a holistic lifestyle strategist, and she won the South by Southwest pitch competition with her company that she's pitching today, Spa Utopia. Whew, quite an impressive resume. Naya will explain her company in just a minute, but essentially it's an on-demand spa service where she partners with contractor spa therapists to deliver massages, facials, and any other spa services to your home, office, hotel, anywhere, all over the United States. She's projecting almost a billion dollars in revenue for Spa Utopia by year 10 in business. Will the investors believe her vision for what the business could be? Let's meet them. Hi, I'm Robbie Hardy. I'm founder and chair of Excel Ventures. Robbie is a champion of the women's entrepreneurship movement, and her venture fund focuses exclusively on debt deals to female founders. Hey, I'm Tim McLaughlin. I'm a partner at Co-Founders Capital. Co-Founders Capital has raised $43 million to invest in North Carolina companies. Hello, I'm Keith Daniel. I'm co-founder and general partner of Brazilian Ventures. Resilient Ventures invests in early-stage African-American founders. Hi, I'm Grant Willard. I'm the founder of Jewelbug. Grant Willard is an angel investor whose first company, iCubed, sold to Adobe back in 2005. I'm your host, Sharon Delaney McLeod, and you're listening to the Startup Stage Podcast, where underrepresented entrepreneurs can share their dreams with angel investors, venture capitalists, and you. This is season one, and we're in the Triangle of North Carolina, a place where colleges and tech form a vibrant startup community. These episodes were recorded in late February, right before the world changed due to COVID-19. At the end of this season, we'll explore what's happened to these companies since the recordings and since the launch of this podcast. Did they get the investment they were looking for? Did other investors contact them after listening to this show? Has the worldwide pandemic affected their chances of getting funding? As Naya enters the room today, she lays out aromatherapy candles and plays soothing music to set the mood for her pitch. Let's see if it puts Keith, Tim, Robbie, and Grant in the mood to invest. Great afternoon. How's everyone doing? Hey, Naya. How are you? Good. So happy to be here. Glad to have you. Yes. So I'm Naya Powell, founder and CEO of Spa Utopia. We are a on-demand marketplace delivering spa and wellness experiences to our clients' location. So those locations can include corporations, conferences, events, or hotels. Essentially, we are the lift for customized self-care. We are disrupting this $17 billion U.S. spa market, and we are 
creating a platform that will de-stress America and really help burnt out busy professionals to regain their self-care and maximize a life of vitality. So stress today is impacting over 80% of Americans and 80 to 90% of death and disease is actually caused by stress. Additionally, 60 to 70% of Americans are suffering from time poverty. So we're also appealing to the convenience factor. Hotels, for example, who many of our, provide, our, our clients are going to as busy professionals, 85% of them are without spas and able to provide this wellness solution. Also in the workplace, 120 deaths per year take place based on work-related stress. We're also solving for the wellness provider. They're seeking more money, more flexibility, and safe working environments. Our clients today have included Martha Stewart, P. Diddy, Angela Bassett, and the NFL, as well as corporations and just everyday professionals. Our tech-enabled platform will allow our clients to easily and conveniently connect to wellness providers, customize their utopia so they can select either their own selection of music, candles, aromatherapy, and tea, because our providers are uniquely equipped to be on brand and consistent with that experience. And our projected revenue five years out is 100 million. So our business model, we're going to go to market and scale our company through market channels, such as corporate clients, upscale hotels, conferences, and major events. To date, some of our clients have been the Super Bowl, 2019 Super Bowl and NFL. This week, we're servicing the Olympic trials in Atlanta. We've also serviced IBM Red Hat and many others. I would love to invite you to join Spa Utopia on the journey of revolutionizing self-care so the world can show up as our best selves. Thank you. Thank you. So tell us about the Super Bowl. What did you do for the Super Bowl? With our ability to provide on-demand services, we were contacted by the NFL to provide manicure services for the NFL legends. And it was really amazing. They loved it. Some had had manicures, some hadn't. So the ones that were new, they coined it manicures, um, <laughs> but they cute. absolutely love being pampered. And we did that for one of their huge hospitality suites in Atlanta. So, so where did these manicure assaults come from? You have a network of... Yes. So we have a network of wellness providers right now in Atlanta and also here in the Raleigh-Durham area. They go through a vetting process. We do background checks. We make sure that they're licensed, that they're insured, and that they're on brand with Spa Utopia. What makes that manicure different? I think all the special touches. As you can see, um, <laughs> we appeal to all five senses. Can so, you smell that? Yes. It's, it smells I can, great. No, I, well, I'm, I'm a cold, unfortunately. So, so great call out, Tim. So when we show up, <laughs> our providers show up with a selection of aromatherapy because it's important for our clients to be able to customize their utopia. It's all about them. We do live in a very fast-paced, stressful environment. So people want th to have their self-care in a way that suits them in particular. They're also able to select from a selection of spa music, which you can hear faintly in the background. And there's also going to be the beautiful aesthetic of some candles, as well as left some tea. So it's the environment. You set the environment in addition. Like Absolutely. It's more than just the manicure. It's yep. the whole. It's the whole experience. Yes. So Naya, I think the Super Bowl is great and it's a great logo to have. And I'm yeah. sure you pulled it off and it went very well. Yes. But that's a that's a one-off scenario. Mm -hmm. So talk to me, I guess, a use case yeah. from your repeat hotel or your repeat, whatever your B2B strategy is. Yep. Give me a use case there and then talk to me on the consumer side. Who's using that and how do they find out about you? 
Absolutely. So in terms of a hotel use case, so we have worked with, as I've shared, over 19 hotels, many of them being the Marriott brand. And one of the ones we're most proud of is the Ritz-Carlton. And so we have serviced them on multiple occasions. There is a location in Atlanta that does not have a spa. So people assume that they all have spas, but they don't. But their clientele is expecting the service when they're entering into a five-star establishment. So most of the times it's we have a relationship with the hotel leadership, the concierge, the front desk staff, and they're always looking for quality providers that they can work with. And that's where we've had repeat business. And that's where our clients such as Martha Stewart, P. Diddy and the like have come through that channel. And, and where are you setting up? Are you setting up in the hotel? In their actual guest room. In their, in their if room. If they do have, some hotels occasionally will have a kind of massage suite or area off of the fitness center, and we're able to set up there as well. But most often, they don't always have the space. Got it. So, so, so you, you go in the room. So we are providing in-room services. And are you going into the hotel book to where they, they're calling you or... or you working with the hotel and the hotel calls you? Usually the hotel calls us, but okay. what we're looking to do as we, you know, further launch our technology is to really be able to have a booking platform where they can just integrate right onto the website. And we have done that in the past, but we are definitely in the process of enhancing our, our technology and user experience there. So how do people find, how does the Ritz-Carlton in Atlanta find out about you? It's kind of a both and. So, you know, we do have some on the ground, very part time marketing consultants. I'm there a lot because I used to live in Atlanta. So a lot of it is relationships that I've built over over time. But a lot of it is also finding us through organic SEO searches. So that's how the, the NFL found us. That's how Brooks Athletics and the Olympic trials found us because we have a very strong five star rating on Google and on Facebook and on Yelp. And so that really has been worth its weight in gold. How are you, you know, it's a challenge to differentiate yourself, whether you're going to have employees or whether these are going to be contractors. Mm -hmm. How do you, how do you envision growing that team in your network of therapy? Therapists? Yeah. 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 Therapists. Therapists and spa providers. So we know that, you know, we're just in an age of the gig economy and people are looking for flexibility. Flexibility. That's what appeals to many of the providers is the fact that we are able to provide them with different types of clients, lots of flexibility. They don't really want to sit in one place all day. So right now we're going to continue to ride the wave of the gig economy and keep them as contractors. But we are looking for ways that we can make this journey for them even better, you know, in terms of being able to provide just different insurance incentives or price breaks and things like that. Things that we'll be looking at, you know, in the next one to two years. So do you have a training process to keep them on brand or how, yeah. do, you keep, how do you get them to? To do the magic you're doing, right? <laughs> so that's a great question. So I have an extensive background in talent acquisition and HR consulting. And so that really helps to inform our approach to onboarding to, first of all, talent selection. Right. And, and that's first and foremost. There are probably more people that we don't bring on board than we do bring on board because it is important that there is a level of professionalism. And we also take every one of our providers through a spirit of excellence orientation. So we have HR coordinators that will onboard them and take them through that training process. And we make it very clear, even in the job description, what's expected with Spa Utopia. Let's take a break. As Naya mentioned, she's partnered with some companies like the NFL, Martha Stewart, the Ritz-Carlton, and our sponsor today, WeWork. While many are asking the question around what the workplace will look like in the coming months, WeWork is actively working toward a solution. 
the design and operations of WeWork Spaces will completely reimagine the work environment, focusing on your health, safety, and peace of mind with new cleaning standards and operating procedures to keep spaces clean and your health a priority. This will be reimagined design standard to keep members at a safe distance from each other in common areas. Day-to-day -day operations of running your business have drastically changed, but WeWork is dedicated to providing its members and the greater community with resources that support your business during this unprecedented time. Visit WeWork.com to learn about the company's response to COVID-19 and how they're helping businesses of all sizes navigate the future workplace. All right, back to Naya's pitch on the Startup Stage podcast. Your revenue projections are quite attractive, I will say that. <laughs> How are you joke. valuing the company now? What are you basing that valuation off of? That's a great question. We are raising a convertible note, and part of that is because we know that it is hard to really place a firm valuation on a company that has not raised, and that is still very early. But approximately $3 million, and that's really based on the types of clients so far, even though it's not you know, a tremendous revenue amount just yet. We do have revenue early on and we do have some of the most top quality clients within the country as our clients. And I think that says a lot. And I think it says a lot about where we will go and what we're able to do with more capital and more resources, as well as just the expertise that I bring. Also being a massage therapist, by professional training, being a certified holistic lifestyle coach, having also many years, over a decade, in the corporate arena and in tech. So, so you are going to have some employees. Oh yes, oh definitely. So, so what's your <laughs> like? What do you? Who do you wish you had right now? So, I would say what I wish I had right now would be a technical leader CTO. In addition to that, definitely business development, and in addition to that a little bit more operational support and talent acquisition. So we kind of have these main primary, primarily five buckets that we're looking to add on. And we've been scrappy, very lean and very resourceful, but we know that we can, even with a minimal budget in each area, we can still make major strides with consultants, contractors, and even working with like growth marketing and strategy consulting firms. And they even have business development consulting firms now. So there's a lot of ways to get a lot of mileage for, the, for our money. Right, right. Yeah. And it allows you to sleep at night, right? Yeah, totally. Occasional, occasional sleep. Is yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So, Naya, I think there's a lot to like. Building a marketplace is difficult, mm -hmm. and building a geographic-specific kind of marketplace is even more difficult. Mm -hmm. But it can be done. I think we're in a convenience mm -hmm. economy, and we have companies around here that have proven out that that's what people want. We're mm -hmm. investors in a company called Second Nature, which was formerly Filter Easy, which is based on the convenience economy of how do I get my air filters delivered to my door? Right. And it's worked really well. Right. Other companies around here like Spiffy, uh, 2U Laundry, uh, yes. who would have thought on-demand car washing right. would turn into the business that it has. Yeah. But part of that is because of excellent leadership, mm -hmm. which I, th I think you can provide. One of my concerns is you've worked with 17 hotels right now, mm -hmm. and it's generated $60,000 in revenue. I'm not knocking you getting to revenue. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. But with those engagements, I why hasn't there been more repeat engagements out of those and turned into a, this is spy utopia is their, you know, choice and right. they're going to keep using it. Well, that's a great question. And part of it is because sometimes it is the guest that's finding us online. And so it's not always the hotel because there is a more of a density of hotels um, that are four and five star hotels in the Atlanta market. 
that's probably a little bit of what's going on too, because here we don't have quite as many. So we have actually come up with a great strategy to even create a win-win, a holistic win-win around how do we create more of these opportunities right here in the Raleigh-Durham area. Mm -hmm. And one of the things we realize is that even the need for more talent. So as you talked about, you know, the marketplace, we see that there's an also an opportunity for us to partner with different community colleges like Durham Tech and Wake Tech and Gwinnett College, where, you know, I actually used to teach in massage therapy programs to really help to create more of a pipelining program. So we're able to build the talent in the way that we need because when you are in a city that doesn't have as many of those kind of opportunities there's kind of like that little bit of a chicken in the eggs but we know that the world is big the United States is big and there are so many major cities that already have the talent pool and the potential clients what percentage of those four to five star hotels don't have on-premise spa services yeah, it's a great question. So 85% of hotels in general do not have spa or treatment centers on site. And for four and five star hotels, it's more around that 60% do not. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And really it depends on geographically where they're located because when you're in a denser city, sometimes it's just a matter of space. It's a space issue and it's a real estate issue. And so if they didn't build the hotel with it, it really is a major overhaul and leadership to figure out where they're going to pull the those rooms from. And now it's just become more of a demand in the marketplace. Massage is actually the massage industry is one of the fastest growing industries right now. So when you reach the billion dollar number, how do you see the split between consumers and corporate? You know, I see it potentially being anywhere from maybe a 70-30 split. Because the demand is high. I mean, we're all very busy professionals. You know, we're entrepreneurs and we know that we suffer from time poverty. So what we're finding is that when we go to businesses, they love the service and they want to know how can they get the service at their home and can they get the service at their home? So we've already thought about that. So we've already in, we've already factored in safety features into our app that's similar to what you'll see on Airbnb and other marketplaces where they're, the client is taking a picture of themselves and their ID and it has to match up in a certain amount of time. And that way we have some extra vetting and we also make, are making sure that we're getting payment up front, things like that, that really help to discourage the wrong type of client because we have too much data on them. And we also have kind of a policy checkbox to, that basically confirms that this is a professional service. Any, any appropriate, inappropriate behavior will terminate service immediately. And because we already have some of these things in place through our website platform, we have not had I mean, hardly any issues. And when I'm recruiting, where we're recruiting talent, we are finding that a lot of the talent in the marketplace, they're facing this with the competitors that are out there and nothing's being done about it. So a lot of times they're feeling unsafe and we would never want that. So we're already thinking ahead. How far along are you in your, in your raising your fund? We're yeah. still very much in the beginning, still mm -hmm. to date, 100% bootstrapped. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that will change. What's the <laughs> feedback? I mean, I know you've been yeah. out. What, yeah. What's the feedback of the part biggest of, obstacles? Yeah, part of the feedback um, has been, you know, let's talk when your when your technology yeah. is launched, yeah. um, and that's that chicken and egg because when you we won this technology, and sometimes it doesn't move as quickly. We are actually very prepared. We've already started interviewing, you know, other developers, and we already have our wireframes and our prototypes. So we're almost there. Yeah. So what's the competitive landscape? Anybody else out there that, that you're competing against or see anybody on the horizon? 
Yes, there are two major competitors right now. Um, neither of them provide beyond massage therapy. So they only provide massage therapy services where Spa Utopia provides a full suite of spa and wellness services. So massages, manicures, pedicures, facials. We also customize our experience as we've talked about with a holistic approach. And that's, we're the only ones that are doing that as well. And I will also say that they are leaning much more into B2C. So they don't have as much of a B2B focus. And we see this as a huge opportunity for Spa Utopia. And they've been very successful. Have you parsed the market? Because your, your services are high end. So I'm, I'm thinking more, you know, high net worth individuals. You talk about the billion dollar industry. Yeah. But can you clarify? Well, that, I mean, our, our prices are... I think that they're affordable for many professionals today. So they, even though we have very high net worth clients, I think that speaks to the credibility of the services and the brand, which I'm very proud of, but they're not unreasonable in terms of our pricing. So you have people that are going to spas all the time, but you also have a, a huge population of people. They don't go to spas, not because they can't afford it. They're not getting massages because they can't afford it. They don't have the time for it. Mm -hmm. And so placing it in places where these individuals are organically makes that a win-win for everybody. Do you have any companies putting spa rooms in? Actually, I know that Biogen over here in RTP, they don't have a spa room, but they have a whole wellness center and they do offer massage and they do offer yoga and they do offer fitness classes. So we're seeing companies are recognizing that there is a high ROI when they do have a corporate wellness program. Naya, you and I have talked before and, and uh, I think if anyone's going to pull this off, you're going to be the person to pull it mm -hmm. off. I think yeah. that um, you know, we invest in B2B software and you're mm -hmm. creating a marketplace and there could be some software, I think, that you're developing along the lines, which could meet our criteria. Mm -hmm. What I would want to see before that is that you could sell a corporate client that could be a, a large enough repeat customer that you can own that customer in that market so that we know we can go and repeat that hundreds, thousands of times mm -hmm. and grow it to the numbers that you're talking about. So I'm very interested. I am very interested in you and connecting you to the right people that can help you with your business. Mm -hmm. But I want to, uh, this is the old VC classic <laughs> person talking here, which is show me that you can do it a couple times okay. and uh, and then I'll help along the way. So I appreciate that, Tim. You got it. I accept that challenge. I know you do. I know you do. Well, we're excited to have you. You're going to come present to Excel on yes. Thursday. Yes. So uh, we look forward to that and Thank look you. forward to regardless of how it turns out, yeah. you know, of, of helping and working with you. I think you are absolutely the right person to do this. Thank and you. be great if we can help prove the point so that Tim's ready to write a check. <laughs> right, right. Thank you, Robbie. Hi, I'm, I get a massage every two or three years, and I get that question <laughs> when I get on the table, when was your last massage? And it was like two or three years ago, and they look at me like you're crazy. Right. Making, making it more accessible. I think it's just a, an outstanding idea. I really Thank like you. where you're going, but I don't think I have a whole lot to add. So good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, now nah, you won me over the first time I met you. I read your <laughs> book. Uh, really made a deep impression. I've been fortunate to be in a position to get massages over the course of my lifetime. I know how critical they are. Yeah. Our fund was started with persons like you and mine, entrepreneurs like you and mine. Yeah. You definitely fit our profile. Great. Uh, you are on to something. As you know, we do have questions as well, yeah. you know, the revenue stream and yeah. uh, similar to what was already been said. We are interested. Yeah. Um, you might be, it might be a good time because we're just got a, a major investor who wants to focus on what we call our main street fund. So nice. um, at this point I could say we could look at about 25, mm -hmm. but we definitely want to 
continue oh. talking with you and, and looking at how we can That's can help you get news. to the next level. That's exciting. Yeah. Look, I've been able to do a lot with a lot less, and I can do a lot with 25. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that's the good thing. I mean, that's what, right. you know, and women are really good at bootstrapping. Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, you've done a lot with very little. Yeah. And my husband would be, he is a massage junkie. He'll be like, well, are we setting something up regularly that someone's going to come to my house? We can, we can talk about that. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you all. I have a email already queued up. I knew I was going to see her today to Scott and to Wingo from Spiffy and to the 2U Laundry guys so that they can advise on how to do something. They've they've been there, done this. They've done this exact thing. So I know they're pretty generous with their time. And so hopefully they'll meet with her and see if they can help or introduce her to other investors that have done this before. Yeah. So Keith is interested in investing $25,000, and Naya has meetings scheduled with Tim and Robbie. So much potential here. We'll follow up with Naya and the investors for a future episode of Startup Stage to see how those meetings went. And for more information on Spa Utopia, visit myspautopia.com. Thanks for listening to the Startup Stage podcast. For more information on the investors and entrepreneurs, visit StartupStagePodcast.com. Startup Stage is proudly produced by EarFluence with recordings and editing help from Joe Woolworth at Podcast Carry. Executive producer is Jason Gillikin. Editor is Molly Brock. Assistant producers are Jalen Hatton, Candace Kelly, and Cece Huffman. Special thanks to the University Club in Durham for hosting the recordings. Thank you to our sponsors, Helios, Innovate Capital Law, Lenovo, Startup Hats, WeWork, Fancy This Photography, and the University Club. I'm Sharon Delaney McLeod. Thanks for listening to the Startup Stage Podcast. 